day. Uh, so uh, I am actually uh, on water right now, and uh, and so I'm not going to take too long, but I wanted to hop in uh, this morning on the Black Financial Channel and give you guys an update on what's happening uh, with the stock market and everything else. Uh, last night, uh, we had a great night as far as stock market investing. Uh, a lot of you that are invested uh, did really well and made a lot of money, and we're going to cover this right now on the Black Financial Channel. All right, guys. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, put your hashtag B1 in the chat. If you're black first, uh, we are black first on this platform. And El Hodge is first. He's El Hodge is always first. I always see you in there, brother. So great to see you, man. Uh, let me know if you can see me and hear me okay. Uh, I am in the um, I'm, I'm actually uh, in a place where I'm not sure about the Wi-Fi. So let me know if you can see me and hear me okay. Give me a yes in the chat if you can see me and hear me okay. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see. Which uh, I'm looking here, and a lot of you are jumping al already into the topic that I'm talking about today. Elon Musk. Elon Musk actually just passed um, Bill Gates as the second richest man on earth, or he tied with Bill Gates. And uh, Musk, uh, his net worth now sits at a whopping $127 billion. $127 billion. Now, if you want my two cents, uh, honestly, I do think that that's too much money for anybody to have. Uh, if they told, if they went in there and took half of his wealth and distributed it to the poor, I would have no problem with that. I think that uh, America is a little bit overcommitted to this capitalism thing, and uh, and I know capitalism pretty well. And I will tell you, capitalism isn't always healthy. So, uh, capitalism is not always a healthyism. But but since you live in a capitalist system and assuming that we can't overthrow capitalism in the next two weeks, um, I would like to uh, encourage you guys to make sure that you get uh, connected to the capitalist process um, on some level, on a healthy level, right, on an ethical level. And that would mean stock market investing. We've been talking about this a lot. We've been talking about this for 15, 20 years. We were talking about it when it wasn't popular. Now it is popular, which means that we're making progress. So I'm very, very excited about that. Now, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe. But if you haven't done that yet, please hit the thumbs up button. And also hit the notification bell so you'll be notified whenever we go live on the Black Financial Channel. So um, here's the deal with Musk. Let me break down some of his wealth. Uh, Musk, um, as I mentioned earlier, he's worth $127.9 billion, uh, which compares to Bill Gates' $127.7 billion. Now, those numbers fluctuate on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, what's fascinating, though, is if you think about it, right, uh, 127.9 versus 127.7 may seem like a small difference, but you're literally talking about $200 million. I mean, $200 million, right? That's that tiny little difference. It's $200. So it's kind of crazy to operate on that level. And, uh, and if you want to know, uh, you know what I would say to you, uh, now, again, you know, if you're a person that just gets mad at rich people and thinks all rich people are evil and bad and everything else, and I, I don't know what else to say to you. I'm not going to disagree with you because some of them are evil bastards. But uh, but I will also say this. For those of you that are trying to figure out the game, maybe you're not trying to be worth $127 billion, but maybe you're trying to be worth $127 million, or maybe you're trying to be worth 127000 which right there, right there, that will put you ahead of the average white person. Just so you know, we talk about wealth, wealth gaps and all that. Uh, you know, one hundred twenty-seven thousand in net worth will put you ahead ahead of, of most folks. Now, um, you know, if, if you're trying to get to that point, there is a methodology to that. There is a way of thinking that correlates with wealth accumulation. 
and um, and uh, a lot of that comes down that come down to actually understanding how wealth excuse me how Musk and Gates acquire so much wealth. How did Elon Musk get so wealthy? How did Elon Musk get to the point where this year during the pandemic, this man was making about uh, I'm gonna say maybe uh, about two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollars a day, right? How how did he make three hundred million dollars a day um, during the pandemic? Where everybody else was scared to death and staying in the house and afraid. Okay, so uh, okay, so you can't. So the wind, the sounds a little bad because of the wind. Tell me this. Give me a yes or no. If I hold my face closer to the microphone, does that does that help the audio? Are you guys able to hear me better uh, when I hold my my um, my face close to the mic? And I'm trying to block the wind here. Maybe I hold the pillow up. So let me know if that's any better. Tell me. Tell me if you guys can hear me better. Because I, I try. See, that's what happens when you mess around. And you experiment. I try to do this outside, and. Uh, it's not better. Okay, I see a yes, and then I see a no. Oh, I see a yes and a no, and a yes and a no. Okay, all right, yes, all right. So I'm gonna talk like this. It's gonna look real awkward. It's gonna look about as awkward as 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 um as I look when I got my dental work done. And y'all was making fun of my teeth. I ain't, I haven't forgot that by the way. I'm still mad at y'all for that. But anyway, but it's okay though because I'm trying to be a healthy black man. So I hope y'all can cheer me on for that. Uh, but but here's the thing. So with Elon Musk, when I think about how Elon Musk got to be so wealthy. Uh, I think about a couple of things, and these are a couple of things that I talk to our 17-year-old about whenever he whenever he listens. You know, teenagers don't teenagers only listen to you about maybe 10% of the time. But in that 10%, what I tell him is that the ways that Elon Musk uh, got so wealthy. You know, whenever we're driving down the street and he ad- identifies some sports car that's you know that costs two hundred thousand dollars because he's into cars, I say, well, you know. People who have regular jobs can't buy two hundred thousand dollars sports cars. You know, no disrespect. I mean, but that's just the truth. You know, uh, people with regular jobs can't buy, you know, the expensive Teslas. Uh, think about it. I mean, how are you going to buy a two hundred thousand dollars car when you don't when you make a hundred thousand or eighty thousand dollars a year? Um, I said, people that buy stuff like that are people that tend to um, t- tend to have the ability to scale. Uh, they tend to be entrepreneurs. Uh, they tend to be investors. And and this is I don't even know. I don't know how anybody. Uh, feels about me saying it this way. Um, I'm really speaking to those that that believe in the power of of you. I'm speaking to those who believe in your capacity for greatness. I'm speaking to those who believe that optimism is a good thing. Um, I'm speaking to those who are maybe a little bit tired of feeling sorry for ourselves because we're black. I, I don't. I, I can't do that. That's not a healthy way for me to live. And um, so so some people are going to get mad about this, but the reality is that. If you want different, you got to think different. So here's the deal. Here's what I said to him. I said, look, you're going to college. You're going to major in engineering. And I remember when I was going through this group called Black Achievers, and a lot of my friends were engineers. They were going to go to college and major in engineering. And a lot of them didn't even have any interest in engineering, didn't even want to really do it. Engineering is hard. It can be a little bit boring. Um, The money's good. Uh, but the reason a lot of my friends majored in engineering was twofold. One, because the salaries are better. And two, it just sounds really good. Like you, you're really, you sound really impressive to adults when you say, oh, I'm going to college. I'm going to major in engineering. I have a scholarship in engineering. And I said, that's cool, man. I said, go study engineering. But understand, Elon Musk is an engineer, too. And Elon Musk could have, you know, got a degree in engineering and got a great job as an engineer working at some company, maybe making $100,000, $200,000 a year. But he wouldn't have had a year where he could make $300 million a day during COVID. That, that does not happen to people who take the standard path. I said what, in, what Elon Musk did was he incorporated entrepreneurship with his engineering skill. He took his ability, he took his technology understanding, and he used that to, to really ex- expand his capacity. 
He learned how to scale his greatness. You scale your greatness. It looks like I might be going in and out a little bit. I know I stopped for a second. Uh, let me know if you can hear me, see me still. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on with the Wi-Fi here, but um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and we're going to go ahead and finish up the rest of the conversation so we can uh, understand each other here. So do you understand what I'm saying? It's about scaling your greatness. It's about scale. You know, it, those who understand technology and entrepreneurship are the richest people in, in the world right now. Uh, and a lot of them started off poor. Like, they're like they're, they didn't grow up with a silver spoon in their mouths. Maybe they had a little bit of white privilege. Maybe they had a little bit of access to capital. There's no way Elon Musk could have built Tesla into a, you know, half trillion dollar company or whatever the company is worth right now. I think it's worth about 500. What, oh, sorry. The stock went up 500 percent this year. I want to say it's maybe worth three or four hundred billion or something crazy like that. Musk owns 20 percent of Tesla. Um, he could have done that without getting access to capital. We know these things, right? Uh, he had to go out and borrow a billion dollars or whatever to make this all this whole thing work. But what I'm saying is that you know, even though Musk was able to go out and make 127 billion, um, I think that through scaling your greatness of entrepreneurship, investing consistently, you can go make 127,000. You know, some of y'all going to make 127 million. Some of your kids are going to make some of your kids are going to be billionaires. I can already tell you there are going to be kids that are going to come out of this economic, this black economic revolution who are going to become billionaires. Uh, your your child might be the next black Elon Musk. Maybe one day if one if we ever get a you know, if we ever get people in the White House who actually want to uh, allow black businesses to have access to capital. Maybe your children will benefit from that. Maybe one of your kids, because you made them ready, you got them prepared. Uh, you got them prepared to uh, go into the world and take advantage of opportunities instead of waiting around feeling sorry for themselves or missing opportunities because they're not trained, missing opportunities because they weren't trained to, to know what to do with money if they got it, right? Um, maybe because your kids are prepared while they're young, when they get that chance to go into the bank and borrow a million, 10 million, a hundred million dollars, they'll know how to scale that sucker up because you prepared them with the knowledge and the know-how. You follow what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. All right. So anyway, um, uh, that's, those are, those are some of my thoughts on the Elon Musk thing. Um, I'm going to share a URL with you guys. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Uh, please also make sure you um, hit the notification bell so you'll be notified whenever we go live. Uh, also, the Black Wealth Boot Camp. We just brought back the Black Wealth Boot Camp. Uh, it has not been offered for three years. Uh, we had it uh, sidelined as we did other projects for three years, but you guys loved it. Uh, we are going to do it again. I don't know when we're going to do it after this. But uh, actually, for this week, you can get a massive discount, uh, I think 70, 75% off or something like that, or 72% off So uh, for this week only. So feel free to go to BlackWealthBootCamp.com if you're interested in joining us. The Black Wealth Bootcamp is for anybody that wants to understand the keys to, to financial independence, who wants to get off the corporate plantation, or at least reduce their dependence on the corporate plantation. The Black Wealth Bootcamp is for you. So it's a very broad-based economic program that covers a lot of areas related to wealth building and finance, things like that. I'm going to teach it myself. I've taught it a couple of times before. Uh, we taught it way back in 2017. We haven't done it in three years. So we're going to do it uh, again uh, in uh, January of 2021. Uh, so in one month, we will do the next boot camp. If you want to get the early bird discount, go to blackwealthbootcamp.com. All right. So uh, what are some other thoughts on, on month? Uh, if you want to know who the richest man in the world is, the richest man in the world is Jeff Bezos at $182 billion. Uh, Tesla stock. Many of you own Tesla. Say something in the chat if you bought 
bought Tesla stock. Um, that was one of the stocks I actually mentioned to you guys uh, many, many weeks ago. We talked about Tesla and the fact that Tesla still had some run up. Uh, the company that I kind of like right now that, that I'm really enjoying, um, I invested heavily in the company and it's been doing really well, is a company called Jumia Technologies. Uh, Jumia, J-U-M-I-A. Jumia is um, is fun to watch because Jumia is a, is a it has some volatility there. Um, the options premiums are, are really high. Uh, if you sell, if you're into selling options and things like that, then that might be good to uh, look into for that. It's not, this is not investment advice. This is just me sort of sharing what I'm thinking on this company. And and the companies uh, they do um, digital technology in Africa. And uh, now I don't know if uh, Jumia is an African company though. I think that it's actually based in China, which right there might you know create some conflict for some of us because you know Africa's kind of becoming like China 2.0. But uh, if you want to own a piece of that, uh, you know there, there's no there's nothing stopping you uh, if you're interested. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm telling you what I'm doing. So if you want to know more of the stocks that I like to pick, things like that, feel free to go to the Black Stock Market Program. Uh, that's theblackstockmarketprogram.com. We actually have a segment of that, which is called what Dr. Boyce is buying. So if you want to see what I'm buying, you know, on a regular basis, feel free to, to go to the black stock market program.com. Now, uh, last piece here, um, the crypto market is still on fire. The crypto market is burning down the building. Uh, a lot of you own, um, a lot of crypto. Um, I own, um, about 25 different crypto coins. XRP was my favorite. And I waited for years for that thing to blow up. I, I just felt instinctively that it was just a great investment. But the problem is that sometimes the eggs don't hatch when you want them to hatch. And I learned the importance of patience um, in this um, uh, but while watching XRP, because now XRP has blown up. XRP has gone up maybe 200 uh, percent in the last maybe month or two, couple of months. Um, but Bitcoin was already on fire. Uh, and I really think that this rally could be for real because uh, crypto is being accepted in more mainstream spaces. So uh, and I bet if you talk to guys like Elon Musk, I'm sure they're heavy investors in crypto, not because they know that crypto is going to take off, but because they believe crypto uh, is something that has a lot of potential and they want to be there when it happens. <clears throat> and that's the idea. You know, you don't invest because you know exactly what's going to happen. Nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. You invest because you want to be there when it does happen. You don't want to miss out. You know, there is like when they talk about FOMO, fear of missing out. That's a real thing. So you don't want to miss out on the chance to participate in wealth because uh, you blew all your money at the club or blew all your money on shoes or blew all your money going out to eat or blew all your money on things you didn't need or blew all your money on the car payment. Uh, so anyway, that's my two cents. Uh, all right. So um, I'm, I know when to sell. Uh, selling is kind of a religious experience. Um, uh, there are some people who believe that you should own assets until you die and pass them to your kids. There are some people who believe you should day trade and sell when you see.
Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? I um, you know what happened? My laptop uh totally died, and so um, I just entered back in the broadcast studio to say a proper goodbye. And uh, it was time for me to be done anyway. I was I was yapping a little bit too much. Um, so let's see. I'm gonna look at a couple of your comments, and then I'm gonna uh, go ahead and take off. So Sheila, let me know if you can see me and hear me. Give me a yes or no in the chat if you can see me and hear me. Uh, well, you're not gonna say no if you can't hear me or see me because you you can't see me or hear me. But um. Uh, okay, yeah, it wasn't the Wi-Fi. It was, you know what it was? It was me. It was me Fi me because I literally did not have my um, laptop plugged in. So don't blame the Wi-Fi. You got to blame the MeFi. MeFi me. I did that. I'm stupid. Um, so anyway, guys, um, let me see here. Somebody said, "Been uh, uh, hi and bye. Please yap all day, sir." Oh, thank you, Dale. I appreciate it. So Dale wants me to keep yapping. Okay, well I appreciate you, Dale. Mister Think Impossible, have fun, Doc. We appreciate the time. Yeah, I appreciate you too as well. I'm going to go. Alicia and I are about to go do our run. Uh, but uh, I hope that this helps you guys get ready for for the market. Um, uh, it looks like today's going to be another good day. You know, uh, last night, Biden's appointment of Janet Yellen into the uh, as Treasury Secretary was a good move for the markets. Uh, also, you had um, what else? Uh, oh, Biden um, or Trump allowing Biden to do a proper transition into the government. That's a big deal. Uh, that transitions is, is uh, it creates stability. It allows us to know what we're going to expect. That tends to raise stock prices. So you're going to you're going to probably have a good day on the market. So that's what I'm seeing right now. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to get out of here, guys. And uh, I don't know if you guys have um, have taken a look at our black stock market challenge. But if you want to get better at investing and you want to try something out for free, uh, feel free to go to blackstockmarketchallenge.com and just sign up and, and give it a try. And uh, and I think you guys are going to like that. So um, it'll help you become a better investor, I guarantee you. All right, guys. So I'm out of here. Have a good night or good day. And uh, I'll check in a little bit later. So I'll see you guys soon. Take care. Peace. Boy, did you have a big background behind hey, you? Hey, what? Don't. All right, now I'm off.